This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. However you want to make a splash this year, Wool Runner Mizzles from Allbirds can help every step of the way. Wool Runner Mizzles are shoes crafted with premium supernatural weather-repellent materials. The high-top uppers are moisture-wicking merino wool with puddle guard technology, and the supernatural rubber treads ensure all-weather traction, so you can jump into anything, rain or shine. Make a splash with Wool Runner Mizzles from Allbirds. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com today. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Although Emmanuel Drone is not a full-time musician, music has always been his first love, and has always enjoyed that classic rock sound of groups like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. With the global pandemic putting everything on hold, he seized the opportunity to create a worldwide project and form a new band and record a new record, all with the help of the internet. The band, The Folks, self-titled album released in mid-August. Emmanuel is my guest all the way from Singapore on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hello, Emmanuel. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Brian. To hear from you. Yeah, great to have you all the way from Singapore. This is so cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, stuck in Singapore also. Uh, I live in Singapore and I'm French, but live there for 12 years. So how did you get from France to Singapore? What brought you there? Uh, so, you know, I work in the industry. I own the bar in Singapore. So on the outside of the music, my specialty is uh, whiskey. Okay. So I have a bar with like uh, 1,500 whiskey in my bar. And I write about rare whiskey, and uh, I'm specialized about old and rare bottles of whiskey. How, so, how and, did you get uh, into that? How 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 did that become something you were interested in? Ooh, that's a long story. That started in around 1995. Uh, I said to be very interesting is Scotch whiskey and the history of the whiskey. And uh, when I left, when I was in university, I was studying history. I was uh, supposed to become a teacher, and uh, and then I got up. Uh, I wrote a newsletter about whiskey. It was a 10 page of, uh, about whiskey. And I got a for a job. And uh, the, the whiskey became after very, very popular. And uh, so it became my job. And uh, I huh. came in Singapore in 2008. I opened my own company and I owned a bar. And, 
And uh, and I write. Uh, I wrote a big book about whiskey, and I do some expertise for companies like Sotheby's about uh, old and rare whiskey. How did music oh, come into the picture for you then? Alors, music was. Uh, I can say it was my first passion. Yeah. Always. Okay. Uh, I love with music. Uh, uh, I'm in love with, of course, American music. I was. Uh, uh, my first love for music was probably all the artists from the Sun Studio. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, you know, the uh, very re- early records of Owen Wolf or Baby King, and then uh, the very first Rockabilly, the very first record of Elvis and uh, sure. of the Sun Studio. And, uh, and uh, so I started to play in a band in the late 1980s. And uh, I never put music aside. I always play uh, music. I always buy guitar. My last trip to US was last uh, December. I went to uh, the West Coast and uh, I bought some guitar in LA and a famous shop called uh, Norman Rare Guitars. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about that shop. And uh, my first trip to US it was in 2004. For I, I was invited to a bourbon trip, so I went to Kentucky and I went to Nashville and uh, so. In a way, I was ne- never very far from the from the from the music. And mm-hmm. uh, this year, you know, with the lockdown, uh, so in Singapore we are still in a way kind of lockdown. So in March, when we started the lockdown, uh, I knew I would have three months uh, a bit off of my business, mm-hmm. and I say, okay, I will do a project to do a to record uh, an album. Yeah. And uh, so the idea was to do. Uh, of course, if I was not in lockdown, I could have done it in uh, with local musicians by say, okay, I will do it uh, with the with the, the the modern technology. So I say I will try to get the musician I like, uh-huh. and so the first musician I like is a guy called Charles Pertou. He's a American guy. He's a bassist, which is uh, now very popular on YouTube. He has like four hundred thousand followers on YouTube. He's an amazing bassist, and when I discover him on YouTube, he has like a, was much less famous. So he's the first person I contacted. And uh, I got a drummer from Nashville and a singer from uh, UK, from Cambridge, uh, Mm. uh, north of London. And uh, so I wrote many songs at the beginning. And uh, uh, my project was to do in three months to do an album and to, and it's what I did. So I started to record uh, everything from home and to get in contact with this guy, and uh, we did it. And by uh, 30th of June, we we made it. Uh, the mixing uh, and the mastering of the album was done in a studio in France, huh. so, in a studio called Wild Horses in France. Did you know these musicians uh, personally prior to putting this project no. together? No. Yeah? I mean, I knew, no, I didn't knew them prior, no, prior to the project. So my idea was just to have guys I, li- I like, so especially the bassist, and then the vocals. I did a few tests with a few different guys, and uh, directly like uh, Jamie uh, in UK, and I say, okay, I will, I will finish a project with him, and uh, I will do more projects with him, and uh, is how we did that album. It was really a lockdown project, you know. Mm-hmm. It will never happen without, uh, without what happened, the situation of the COVID-19, and uh, it was to do how to how to make music when you are stuck at home and try to play with people, and which is amazing. It's mm-hmm. the technology of today allow you to do that. Like you can record uh, 
you can record uh, your drums, your bass, your bass, and your uh, your guitar from home, and uh, you can mix your music, and uh, and so it was the idea try to do uh, uh, an album in that difficult situation. And the the band is called the Fuchs. Do I have that right? The Fuchs, yeah. yeah. So where did that come French, from? So yeah, I come from is a mix of uh, folks, you know. Uh, Guys and uh, and fool, so a bit crazy, and is is about the situation of today. Yeah, <laughs> in the world, a bit of craziness. So, you know, I I, I like the, the fact to have a name like uh, I don't know the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Stooges, and uh, uh-huh. most of the names are taken, of course, today. But uh, and it's a name I had always on the side uh, written uh, in book. I always like to name the books. So and uh, so it's the name I use for the for the band. The um the and, the first single, the most beautiful queen. Um, yeah, I I love that song. It has a very eighties oh, kind of vibe to it. Kind of that early, yeah. uh, sort of new wave, uh, romantics kind of almost feel. It's, you can hear some influences of Rolling Stone, kind of uh, Fairly, just that Fairly. straight yeah. kind of rock, rock, uh, fun rock yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. How did yeah, that song yeah, come about? Ah. Uh... First of all, to tell you, my most of the songs of the album, ten of uh, eight of the ten songs has written on a Telecaster, uh-huh. and uh, which is a tune in G tuning. Okay. So to, you know, the G tuning is the old blues tuning sure. that was uh, indeed uh, taken by Keith uh, Richards playing G tuning also. So you have definitely this uh, this uh, colors of uh, of Rolling Stone. I mean, in the in the way I play guitar, even if I don't try to copy any style, but it started uh, when I was in a much younger in the band. Uh, when I was 18 years old, we had uh, a band and we were covering that song "Uncle uh, Tonk Woman." Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I, I have a guitar just to play that song. Oh wow! Uh, okay, guitar. I was recording, and I, I really this is the only song I learned from the Rolling Stone. But I love the the power of the chords when uh-huh. you play with the G tuning. And I start to play more and more, and I always tune my guitar in G tuning. And so I wrote most of the song in G tuning. And, uh, either, which is, of course, uh, we can almost call it today's, uh, Cape Richards tuning. But, uh, so definitely you have that, uh, a bit, uh, Rolling Stone vibes. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tuning I love. I always play with the G tuning. Did you yeah, keep I that tuning, great... uh, that flavor throughout the rest of the album? Yes, but the song. Uh, uh, I, I, would, I don't. Know. Do you have access to all the album? Or uh, I have only heard thing? the single. I have not had. Uh, okay, uh, I will send you all the rest, so you will see. Uh, no, I, I think the, the, all the song I think sound a bit different. I think I tried to make it very uh, naturally is different. Uh-huh. All the songs sound a bit different, but definitely you have uh, you have this uh, open G tuning, which has a very very special uh, vibe and song. And th- these songs, did you write specifically for this project, or are they songs that you've collected o- over a period of time? No, I had to... a, So the two first songs on the album, it's called uh, Most Green. I have a second song, it's called Sweet Sour Freedom. This is the uh, old riff I have, but the idea was to start from scratch. Yeah, okay. And uh, so from late March, I say, okay, I will try to do a full project. So uh, two years ago, to you another background, I wrote a big book about whiskey, about old and rare whiskey, and I wrote a book. 900 page, 7 kilo of big book, and it was a big project for me. Mm-hmm. And my second project say, okay, I want to go back to my passion yeah. and try to write uh, 
a good album. It's, uh, something I like and I can be proud of with good musician and uh, and I'm happy with it and I'm, I'm working on a second one already with the band. So. You said you did you say you're working on another one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, already. Okay. <laughs> already. Yeah, I think now music. Uh, you know when. You, Sometimes you grow a bit and you put the music a bit aside. Yeah. But the music never left me. If you can see me right now, I'm in a room. It's my office, but it's full of CD records. And uh, uh, if I check around, picture of Louis Armstrong, Stevie Ravon, and Johnny Burnett, Rock and Roll Trio. And I have like uh, many Nashville bridge guitar, many amps. And uh, so music is really part of my life. Every day, I cannot live without music. So. Yeah. I'm very happy. I uh, in a way, it was a terrible situation for me or for my business. Uh, what's happened with the COVID-19, but I'm very happy that pushed me back in, uh, in the music, in right. some things I would have loved to do uh, maybe 10 years earlier. Yeah, okay. What do you have? Uh, obviously, you've got folks all across the world that have participated yeah. in this record with you. Was there ever a thought that maybe you could get together and tour as a band uh, you know when i would love to yeah i would love to yeah i hope it could happen definitely yeah. i would love to okay i, I hope the world will uh allow us to travel again and uh, it's a very strange world we are today oh yeah uh, for sure in many countries you cannot travel in, uh, and uh, i hope it will be possible if, yeah, music is made not to be on spotify but you have to play on stage right would you would you attempt to do it with the the musicians that have helped you create it? Of course, yeah, yeah that would be great. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would be great. That has to, has to. Um, so it's the how long has the single been out itself? Oh, uh, it has been out on the tenth of August. The okay. second single will come will come out on uh, on the seventh of September, and I will release. Four single and and the album on the, with the ten of November. Okay. Um, how's the response been? What kind of feedback are you getting? Yeah, it's good. I think I got a good response, and uh, uh, especially on the UK side. So that's that's good. I mean, it's just you know we are it's just the first project, so nobody knows us for now. But we got some good review, and it's very interesting because you know sometimes we got some. Uh, uh, some review or critics and uh, we have people who say okay I cannot play your song because it sounds too classic rock or too old school <laughs> and which I like because it's what I want I want I want in a way to be old school I don't want to play something modern yeah I like I, I, I like old music and uh, yeah. I'm checking right now at your at your website and, uh, that's yeah, that's nice so. yeah yeah, I mean, there's a there's a, sta a statement, uh, a quote or something that said, you know, old becomes new again, and and I think you know we you see that in certainly in fashion trends, and uh, you know the '70s was was really popular for a while here several years ago, but but before the pandemic hit, the the '80s was really starting to kind of come back sure, into sure. Uh, vogue yeah. with the younger crowd, and I, I the, 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 the at least the first song specifically. Uh, really fits that vibe, and so um, ah, thank, I, uh, I would. Uh, I think classic will never. I think it, for me, it will never die. Right. It's like in my in my in my bar. In my bar, classic place, very nice, mm -hmm. full of Chesterfield, and uh, you know all Chesterfield so far, leather. And I always say, you could sit in this bar like fifty years ago or fifty years later, you you will never die. Yeah, yeah. And I believe the whole. Uh, all music. I mean, it can be uh, brass, blues, and it will be always. There. 
country music or yeah it it, it definitely uh, stands the test of time and and you know especially when you see the, a lot of the newer younger artists covering uh, music of that genre you really get a feel for how um, how strong those songs uh, were then true, and true. I don't remember the name but I remember last year someone wrote a, I think he was the rap singer in the US he mixes music with a country song and he become a huge yeah. success yes. so that was interesting to see that how even rap music can come back to such a old school classic American music like uh, right. old country music and uh, it's, it's interesting to see that yeah Good music for me. Good music will be always there. So you you said that you're already uh, in the works on a second project. Will it be in the same? Yeah, yeah slowly, yes. In the yeah, same yeah, flavor. Uh, I will try to. I will try to make it. Uh, yeah, same flavor. I mean, it's my style of music, but uh, of course, I hope I will try not to just copy what and try to make something we can be a little bit. Uh, 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 yeah, I think we'll keep the style, of course. Mm -hmm. We won't change the style. Uh, and, you know, I do it naturally. I just play guitar and uh, riff of guitar came out. And I just record what, what, what I like and what I like is obviously old school. It's just about, uh, I like uh, just bass, drum, good rock guitar. I mean, rock, or it can be uh, a little bit, um, say, I don't want to say soft, but uh, it's the, yeah. Basically, I, I like I like the guitar, so it's where yeah, yeah. Well, I, classic I, rock. I, I think what you what you did was so in, uh, so encouraging to other musicians to to be able to take advantage of this time when you can't get out and tour and uh, and take advantage of technology that allows you to create a band. I mean, you know, the the old way of that happening is three or four people get together in a bar or, or exactly. co college dorm yeah. and they all realize they like music together and say, Hey, let's form a band. And you, you kind of exactly. did the same thing, except you went to the four corners of the earth and, and you know, yeah, which right. is amazing today yeah. because it was not, uh, as I say, I could, when, when I did this project, I could have said, okay, if I was in Singapore, I would have taken local, local band, I would approach local music. But, uh, I had this opportunity to say, okay, let's just play with guys around the world and just, uh, Matrix project that happen and in the, with the what the modern uh, technology can offer to us and uh, it's amazing is you can really do it. I mean, uh, in the past, you know, you have uh, you have like a moving studio. You no, know, studio will go to city, mm -hmm. city, and they right. can, uh, in the 1930s you have uh, 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 or 50s you have Alan Lomax. They were recording all the old blues men. Right. And yeah. in the 1970s you have the Rolling Stone studios. They could go and record the moving studio. Yeah. But you will not be able to do this kind of like the way to say, okay, I will play with someone. I'm on the other side of the world and I will play with the musician in Nashville and another one in London. Or it's just, uh, that's amazing, the new technology. That yeah. yeah. I'm old school, but I, appreciate, I like the way that, okay, we can use new technology. To, uh, yeah. Some uh, still can do some old school music. Yeah. And, and I, I, it, I have been finding that people are, um, moving back into some of the old school methods. Uh, I spoke with someone yeah. earlier today that has built an entire analog studio uh, with the intention of, uh, and, and using some digital um, uh, mixing techniques, but um, capturing it with that analog material. Analog, yeah. 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 It's, what, it, 
It's what happened to us, in fact. So all the music was obviously captured in a, in a digital way, but uh, the mixing, mastering, everything was done in a, in a studio with analog technology, yeah. old school technology. Yeah. And uh, that, that was uh, that was nice to, to, to see that, okay, we can make it happen, and we can make it happen uh, yeah, even from home and not with uh, necessarily a lot of money, like so it's uh it's a uh, very i think on encouraging for many people to say okay you you, you can make an album yeah awesome. right you don't need necessarily a record company you don't need a on my case i just uh produced the full album myself yeah wow that's awesome so uh the the band again is the the folks and uh yeah. it's self-titled record the first single uh, the most beautiful queen is out. I think you said the album itself will be out early November. How can yes, folks correct, yeah. find you? Get in touch. Listen to your listen to the singles as they come out, and uh, perhaps get yeah, more- they can listen. Uh, but of course, we are on every uh, modern platform like Spotify, iTunes, uh, on YouTube, and uh, and uh, we have a Facebook page. I'm not very good on Facebook, but I have a Facebook page uh, for the band and uh, and uh, Instagram. Uh, I mean. Anybody want to contact us? I will we'll be happy to 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 get in contact with anybody. Yeah, well, it's exciting uh, this project, and I certainly wish you the best with it. And I thank you for taking the time to share the story with us, Emmanuel. Yeah, thank you very much, Greg, huh, for uh, contacting us and us, uh, some support. It's really nice. I mean, you know, we do we do music not for the it's not about the money or to become famous. It's just to put music. Yeah, just mu- music make us feel good in difficult time, and uh, I really love to do that project. I play music every day, and I will continue. Yeah, that's great. Was ready. Let's take a listen to the Fuchs' first single release, "The Most Beautiful Queen." <laughs> night to get her pay but has a style that cannot be paid she got her eyes on a beautiful dress the type of dress for a lady princess she wants to get it to run off the street she wants to dance she wants to feel she wants to love she wants to be like a queen Beautiful queen She quit her job To start a new life Woke up at six To be the next wife She found a place To be settled down A simple place To get off the ground She stopped to smoke Stayed off the dope And couldn't dream Of any better hope She got her eyes On a beautiful car The kind of car That makes you a star She wants to get it To run on the street She wants to 
drive She wants to party She wants to live She wants to be like a queen The most beautiful queen her new friends really out the hook she calls her mother sometimes twice a day and let her sister come round to stay she's really thinking of starting a business but needs to spend a little bit less she's got her eyes on a beautiful house the style of house that makes you a spouse She wants to get it, for sure such a treat She wants a man, she wants a daughter She wants a son, she wants to be like a queen The most beautiful queen The most beautiful queen Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts 
or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.